0: Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to The Commentarians. Is this Prairie Home Companion? Husband Bulge is now a part of my permanent vocabulary. <laughs> I saw a squirrel. I am going to point out real quick, this is, to me is like the most disturbing scene in the entire movie. Stop listening right now and go watch Firefly. Hey, it's... this is my podcast. I'm no, sorry, sorry, Joe. <laughs> we are saying that not only have we been wounded, we survive, and there's a God who heals these wounds. Jesus isn't about the isms, Uh, he's about his kingdom. Because it is kind of like this idea that Jesus died for all of our sins, except when you had sex. Jesus doesn't cover that. Welcome everyone to the Commentarians episode number 37. Uh, This is the episode in which we tell you what movie we're going to be doing, who we're going to be doing it with, and all the information you need to know before going into the movie this month. Um, Merry Christmas! It is Christmas time now, so Merry Christmas. Uh, just uh, been listening to a lot of uh, new Christmas records on vinyl. Uh, maybe they're not newly released this year, but uh, certainly certainly stuff that me and my wife have bought uh, over the last few months. So enjoying that. Uh, Christmas movies, of course, are starting to come out. Uh, one in particular that I did not like at all was called uh, The Fight Before Christmas, or Twas the Fight Before Christmas. I'm not sure what title they're going with, but it's on Apple Plus, and it's a documentary about a gentleman and his family who buy a house in a new neighborhood, and he wants to decorate it for Christmas, And uh, he, because he, this uh, community has an HOA, Homeowners Association. He lets them know that uh, the what he wants to do and they're okay with it until they do a little research and realize how big and epic this event he wants to have is going to be. It's not just, uh, can't you know it's not just uh, you know some lawn ornaments and uh, lights on the house he's going to have a Santa come down he's going to have uh, a camels and nativity scenes on uh, buses to shuttle people because it's so huge people from all over want to come and see it and so he has to hire buses to come and shuttle people in and so the neighborhood the HOA gets a little bothered by this and they let him know here are the violations here are the things you can't do and he Decides he's going to sue his neighbors, just uh, just and then he starts to harass and threaten the president of the HOA, who's just a woman just trying to do her job, you know, isn't really that bothered by anything, but uh, he just starts harassing her and threatening her with a lawsuit, calling her every day several times a day, then he starts taking pictures of neighbors for every small, tiny infraction that they may have done that he feels is uh, violating the Homeowners Association agreement. It it just goes a little too far. Now, I don't know what I was expecting when I saw this movie. Uh, It seemed like because it was a Christmas movie, it would have a little bit of joy, maybe a little positivity. And there really wasn't. This was just a really dark, really sad uh, movie. It just left me really sad just because this guy is, and look, it's a documentary. And so when a filmmaker makes a documentary, they essentially have the power of the edit. They can make a person look good or bad depending on how they portray it. Uh, We can see something like uh, Michael Moore. He does this a lot. Uh, He kind of leaves stuff out and edits things in such a way that it makes it look like he's like something happened when it really didn't. And so a person, a director could do that. Uh, you know, mostly everybody who does a documentary has a point of view that they want to express. And sometimes they only express one side of the argument. And uh, one, some of the better documentary filmmakers will show both sides of the argument, will give the opposing view a voice. In this movie, the main character, the guy who wants to do the Christmas show, he comes off Awful. And I don't know if it's the director's fault, necessarily. I don't know if he's portrayed as terrible. You know, the the worst thing that this director could have done, or the thing that this director could have done, is maybe not shown how terrible the neighbors were also. But this guy kind of hung himself constantly in this movie, and he just turns out to be a real terrible person. Uh, So, I... I didn't like this movie just because it left me really, really with a sour taste in my mouth for, for this. You know, I wanted to see some Christmas cheer, and this troublesome thing ended up being funny or, you know, something positive came of it. But no, it's just a nightmare situation. So, uh, yeah, I did not like this movie. Don't worry, this is not the movie we're going to be doing uh, for this Christmas season. We have a Christmas movie that we're going to... I hope you guys are going to enjoy. Uh, That's the movie that we are going to be doing. And maybe we should just get into it. This month, we're going to be doing The Man Who Invented Christmas from 2017, rated PG. So, uh, nothing too adult in this one. uh, Starring Daniel Stevens, Christopher Plummer, and Jonathan uh, Price. This is... A great movie. Now, I haven't heard too much about this movie, so I hope it gets a lot more popular. Right now it's available on Hulu, and I absolutely recommend you watch this. Uh, You don't have to watch it while you listen, but if you have a chance, check this movie out. It is brilliant. It is a movie about Charles Dickens having to write A Christmas Carol. He was a very famous author, but he he has just uh, written his third flop. So he's not making a ton of money right now. And he has to write something huge. And they they tell him that maybe he should write a Christmas story. And he has, so now he's on a deadline. He has to be able to finish this movie and get it to the printers and get the artist to drop pictures for it all before a particular time so that it can come out by Christmas. And so it, it's just a great movie because... It shows the artistic process. Him, Charles Dickens, truly trying to develop characters, invent creating uh, the Ebenezer Scrooge character, creating the, uh, the Marley character uh, with all the chains and how it just it does a great job of showing how an artist, you know, in, in a really beautiful way, showing how an artist creates. And it's just a brilliant, brilliant movie. It, you, you learn a lot about Charles Dickens. Uh, you learn a lot about the writing of A Christmas Carol. And so, of course, Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol, who better to do this movie with other than our you know fan favorite, Gina DeFonso. She's going to be joining us once again uh, to teach us a lot about Charles Dickens, being an artist, being a creative, and the writing of A Christmas Carol. Brilliant, brilliant movie, brilliant author, and a great, great guest. So uh, I hope you join us this month for this. It's going to be super fun. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, I'm certainly, and again, it's on Hulu. I totally recommend. I don't know why this movie isn't more popular, and I'm telling you, Christopher Plummer has never played, never played Ebony the Scrooge, and he he should have. Uh, He passed away this last year, unfortunately, but boy, he does a great job as Ebenezer Scrooge in this movie. And I just wish, I wish he would have done Ebenezer Scrooge in a a film adaptation of A Christmas Carol because he did such a great job in this. So there you go. Uh, uh, Let me see uh, any other information you might need to know. Uh, Available on Hulu, Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see what Rotten Tomatoes has to say about this. 79% Seventy nine percent, seventy nine percent tomato meter rating from the critics. Seventy seven percent audience ratings. So uh, very, very much liked by all. Uh, certified fresh by both audience and critics. So uh, I'm sure that there is some problems with it. I just enjoyed the heck out of this movie. Totally enjoyed it. Uh, the meaning of Christmas and good things and all that. So we talk a lot about the artistic process writing a uh, charles dickens just a great great conversation i had with gina so join us on december 15th merry christmas to all uh, and to all a good day a good evening a good treadmill run if you're on the treadmill listening to this do people listen to this podcast on a treadmill i don't know i don't know if it's conducive to working out this podcast if anybody is working out while listening to this podcast, let me know because I'd be very interested to know if you guys are actually working out while listening to this. Hmm. Anyway, there you go. There's the episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, uh, the man who stole who invented <laughs> the man who stole Christmas. That's the Grinch. Uh, this is uh, Charles Dickens. He invented Christmas. Sort of. Not literally. It's not a literal he invented Christmas. That's not what this is. It's not, a, it's not a movie about how he created Christmas out of thin air the way Coca-Cola invented Santa Claus. Or at least the way we see Santa Claus today. I think that's actually true. Coca-Cola created an image of Christmas that was different than the image before. And now the image that we have for Kris Kringle is actually from the Coca-Cola can. I think that's true. Uh, but if you ask Kirk Cameron uh, about the image of Santa Claus, he is a dirty, filthy saint that beats the hell out of people with his cane who disagrees with him. That's what Kurt Cameron says uh, Saint old Saint Nick is. A guy who just gets into debates with people and then when they deny the deity of Christ, he bashes their brains in with a cane. Now, I've read the story, I've asked historians and uh, theologians about this, and they say he simply slapped the guy. He got very upset at the guy because he denied the deity of Christ. He said that Jesus was just a dude, and uh, old Saint Nick got very upset, and he slapped the guy. He just slapped him. and uh, then he went out and gave gifts to children, because that's what you do after you slap a person, you you know you try to uh, get back into heaven by buying children gifts. Uh, boy, that movie is terrible. God ah, have mercy that is an awful movie. Now, I'm sorry, I don't want to be negative here. No, it's a terrible movie. It is awful, that uh, Saving Christmas it's called. That is a terrible movie. And again, I don't want to be negative or anything, but it it is awful. Okay, so talking about the image, he's he's trying to explain this movie Saving Christmas. Kirk Cameron is trying to explain how uh, Christmas... The, the, the new version of Christmas that we have now is actually very Christian. It, all the things around Christmas is actually very Christian. And I would agree. I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, Frosty the Snowman and, uh, and, 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 and the snowflakes falling and uh, any of that stuff. Reindeers and Santa Claus. There's nothing wrong with it. But he says it is directly tied to Christianity. How, you might ask? Because the presence all stand tall next to each other like buildings. And because they're all decorated nice, these gifts, they represent the city of uh, Jerusalem or, or Israel. Uh, when, the new, when Jesus comes back and he establishes heaven on earth, uh, it represents the city of God. And and what else? And then uh, uh Sienny Claus is a guy that beats the hell out of people. I already told you that. And uh the tree, the Christmas tree, the old tannin bomb, that is that represents the cross. Because Jesus was nailed to a cross, and so the tree, the Christmas tree, represents the crucifixion, and 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 uh, the, all the ornaments, all the ornaments uh, are on the tree, the little bell that rings when it rings, an angel gets his wings. That's what that the, the angels, uh, the seraphim gets wings when uh, when the bell rings, uh, and then when every time an ornament falls off the tree and smashes against the ground a gay person turns straight and 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 christmas music christmas music represents the uh, the trumpets that are called uh, when uh, that sound when uh, the four horsemen of the apocalypse come and kill everyone who's not a christian just kills everybody that's what that that i hey i i'm not making this this is kurt cameron this is what Kirk Cameron says in his ridiculous movie. Uh, about, and some, maybe some of that isn't in the movie, but uh, let's, I'm pretty sure all of it's in the movie. So some of that stuff I made up. So it's not really in the movie. But uh, anyway, don't watch Saving Christmas. Watch The Man Who Invented Christmas. Because that is a much better movie. It's much more positive it is much more, it, it speaks to the gospel much more than saving Christmas ever will. So, Hulu, Man Who Invented Christmas, Christopher Plummer, uh, Facebook.com slash The Commentarians, Instagram.com slash Commentarians, Twitter.com slash Commentarians, RavenCreekSC.com slash The Commentarians. Uh, we'll see you next time bye you've been listening to the commentarians podcast a raven creek social club production don't forget to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram if you like what you heard please leave us a review on itunes if you'd like to support our show visit our patreon page at patreon.com slash the commentarians thank you for listening And until next time, remember, movies are a reflection of our lives and of other people's lives, and we get to experience them together. Come back to the movies with us. We love sharing them with you.